Hello everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Two Halves podcast with me Parinita. Today's episode is about ambiguity. What exactly is ambiguity? Ambiguity is the quality of being open to more than one interpretation. It's not exact. In other words, it's called uncertainty. And what better time than this year are we going to talk about uncertainty? Why do we fear the unknown? Why is uncertainty so uncomfortable? Why is it that we always expect ourselves to know the answers to everything? All we remember hearing is don't do this, don't go there, don't eat this, don't wear that, don't look at this, don't come here, don't be friends with this person, don't 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 don't. How many do's do we actually hear? Oh, actually we do. Do this this way. Do it in this much time. Do it like this. Do this here. Do it from here to here. Do it this way and everything's going to be okay. We're also applauded if we fit very well in this tiny box that you've been given and dare you even lay a finger outside. What do we get when we say we don't know or worse, answer incorrectly? We're all programmed to live like it and suddenly shaking off this mindset is definitely not the easiest of tasks. We're always trying to find a set path, right, to get from point A to point B. But life is totally what happens in between getting yourself from A to B. Getting from point A to point B is a very very non-linear path. Okay, let's say I walk from point A and I stop at a random point M and I swim from point M to point X. Now I stay at point X. I fall in love there and then I decide this is my life. Point X it is. Who needs a point B, right? Like all my life I've been taught about cars. I know how to fix cars. I have manuals for cars. I've read this. I've read everything that has to do with fixing cars. I've read everything about cars. And then I'm ready and I step out into this world. And life gives me an airplane. And now I'm just like running around screaming, Does anyone have a manual for an airplane? Does anyone know what to do with this? And nobody does. It's your airplane. What are you going to do with it? So after running around without understanding what's going on, you finally decide to sit down and just look at this airplane. For the first time, you're seeing it in its entirety. Maybe there's nothing you can do about it. Maybe there is nothing you're meant to do about it. You're just supposed to sit down and marvel at its vastness. It's not supposed to be fixed. It's not supposed to be broken down. And there is definitely no right answer as to why this is in your life now. And slowly you began to adapt. You start living your life around it, even in it. And the world's just looking at you like you've lost your mind. But this is your life. This airplane is your life. We need to be open to not solving anything immediately. And people ask you, "Hey, how's life?" And you say, "I don't know." Ever wondered what happens to people who say, "I don't know?" Imagine this: you're in a classroom of about 50-60 students, and the teacher happens to ask you a question, and you stand up and you say, "I don't know." Or you're in a board meeting with about all the heads of your company, and you're asked a question, and you say, "I don't know." Everyone's just looking at you like, "How can you not be prepared for this? How can you not know?" at every point everywhere everyone is expected to know everything and that's impossible right we may definitely not know the answers yet but can we please just give ourselves permission to explore there's so much beauty in the unknown that we can never even imagine aren't we all just a bunch of kids who grew up too quickly we did just let the curious cat inside us go silent over these years we all did bit by bit laid bricks and built this imaginary wall around our imaginative and creatively genius mind when i was in class 3 in school we had this teacher who would give us 
stars and would really draw these smiley faces and write excellent across our notebooks whenever she would like what we had done and me being me i colored all these stars with like different colors and i colored all these emojis and she happened to see it and she swore in front of the whole class never to write these things in my book again never to give me stars never to draw smiley faces in my book again and i got so scared that i found an eraser that would erase these colored stars and i erased every star that i had colored in that notebook but it didn't make any difference of course it didn't forget the impact that it had on me there were 50 other 7 year olds in my class what were they viewing this as uh oh foundations are being laid for the walls to be built of course some of us have only built forts of these walls now and it does take a while to realize what this fort is actually holding back but guess what it is imaginary it doesn't exist our own walls which we've laid so carefully to protect ourselves don't exist we need to connect to the things that we love and when it comes to ambiguity in design and creativity it's where we thrive we just need to remind ourselves that no idea is too weird or too set or even better none of us really know what we're capable of and that's the thing about ambiguity it amplifies our fears a lot of things can hit us from a lot of different directions and at this point the shield of holding up is pretty much broken so how are we going to protect ourselves embracing this discomfort is not easy but it's necessary we need this to fuel our patience and passion we need to challenge ourselves to make an idea better at every step of the way as artists and creative people we're already walking around with this dark gloomy cloud of self doubt we're already so critical and making something that means so much to us and putting it out there is like this monumental deal for us most times in our heads we've already failed a million times but we still choose to go out in the world every day like nothing's happened and we're totally okay everything's good life is good but we've barely managed a positive thought in like the last 48 hours but this is exactly what we live for we love blank canvases we love blank slates we love empty drawing boards we love the vastness of the universe we love alternate timelines and we absolutely believe that all things in the universe are connected to each other and in reality we are one ambiguity in art is when you can view an art piece from multiple lenses what does this mean we allow people into our world and we let them view our work through their unique experiences we can look at it from our own life experiences perceptions imagination knowledge expectations and in that moment we create our own answer and art most of the time does not have a correct answer it doesn't have meaning it just is and it encourages you to look at yourself for a response no matter what it is we always look to find stability and uniqueness the unknown is actually an opportunity to learn something new and we're all explorers we want to know what's behind that wall what's across the ocean what is on the other side of that how can we thrive in bouts of uncertainty we can take a chance we can risk something small and we can step into the unknown we've always studied things with a formula and then gotten results our brain is this wonderful complex system and we can fuse unlikely worlds and cultures most things in life aren't riddles and they can't be solved with a set of equations or a systematic process thank god for that of course there is this other big thing of compare and despair we feel like everyone has it figured out except me 
so we hide it a lot deeper but breaking news we're all struggling someone's always going to be doing better than us and is always going to be doing more than us but this doesn't make us less important or less than all of us have vastly different journeys and we can never ever tell what works for whom and we really really need to stop ourselves when we think that everyone else has this treasure map and we don't the map is already within you we are all also somewhere creatures of habit and somehow over time we forgot what an enigma life is and uncertainty is like a threat to the human mind survival is the only priority when it comes to uncertainty in creative thinking we need to see beyond what just lies in front of us we need to think outside the box oh well actually there is no box we can have two opposing ideas and combine them to give us an even better idea the uncertainty in this journey is exactly what makes it so thrilling we come up with new options that didn't originally exist as opposed to how we always always like to have this false sense of control on how we want and what we want in life and the truth is we can never truly control all the variables all we need to do is trust the magic that each season brings it emerges only bit by bit and it's definitely full of potential and promise when nothing is certain anything is possible anything so how exactly do we navigate this let's say step 1 huge 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 thing become self aware it's really about you and your experiences that you have to translate into art design knowing that you're definitely capable of following an unusual process or taking a weird idea and making it work trust this once we become self aware then we start unlearning a lot of these things that are holding us back like i said before we start breaking down these walls and let go of this idea that we need to control any attribute okay let's say you were 5 years old and you were running as fast as you can on the street and you tripped over something and you just fell down and you were wearing orange and you remember this so your brain made this automatic connection and now you hate everything that's the color orange and it's stuck so now whenever you create something let's say in art or your painting or your coloring you never touch the color orange and this is your story you need to find these puzzle pieces or gems from your life experiences and put them in your work of course what gets really terrifying sometimes is looking into yourself and you're cleaning all these cobwebs that are in your ribs and i'm saying this because our conditioning is all the way down to the bone and then we slowly start unraveling and marvel at the amazing human beings that we are and then we get ahead a little in life and we realize oh i needed some of those cobwebs but this time you're way more aware of it and its implications so you adapt and you improvise to make the best of the uncertain situations we came here to shine and we need to let our story play out and it'll just begin to make a lot more sense step 2 big 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 one be wildly curious curiosity kills the cat but did you know that satisfaction brought it back why are we always told that curiosity kills the cat to shut us down to stop us from being curious to stop us from asking questions that nobody knows the answers to to stop us from being explorers when did we become so scared of asking questions we don't even ask ourselves what do we love is this what you want to do do you like this do you have an idea that you believe in do you know what you're capable of do you love yourself do you think this idea can be better because of something you saw nothing is just black or white anymore there's a lot of life in the gray we've got to get used to looking through two different lenses at once look for inspiration everywhere because it really is in everything 
you can be inspired by life all you need to do is keep your eyes open on the streets explore different details then you can narrow down your choices and then you just have to connect these things to what you love explore your genuine interests like what music do you love what kind of architecture do you love what's your favorite city if you love an artist a designer a filmmaker musician or a scientist look for them and study their process watch youtube videos about what inspires them and find what inspires you learn about their journeys they didn't start off any better than you and i they were just massively inspired to make things read their interviews read books on topics that you love watch ted talks there are so many ted talks on every topic ask your parents what you love doing as a kid maybe you'll want to pick it up again write if you haven't written anything in a while an article a blog just two lines a joke anything make those videos bake sing solve a puzzle play that board game a lot of us have so much self doubt so much anxiety to create we burden ourselves with so many things and we can sometimes only find peace and freedom when we quiet our minds use our hands and create something that wasn't there in the world before maybe just find a piece of paper fold it however you remember it make a boat a rocket or even origami or just crush it and throw it in a bin that's 6 feet away from you because this is only for you maybe you can learn a new language and your brain is now forging new pathways because you're doing something totally different and the best part of your journey might not even have yet begun inspiration and creation is a very very personal experience that resonates and connects a lot of us across different worlds no matter what level of experience some of us share similar issues and similar struggles we are all dream weavers we just need to change the context sometimes and sometimes you have to destroy to create ideation is almost as individual as a fingerprint you and i can read the same book but what we take out of it is completely ours we're looking at it from our lens our experiences there might be one chapter which i really hate and that exact chapter is your favorite and we need to look at changing our should be's into could be's should is a certainty could is a possibility it's rarely about what you look at but how you see and what you see and how each one of us have such a unique lens and there are endless and unconventional ways for you to combine creative ideas a lot of different worlds can coexist and inspire each other a computer program can be inspired by a detective comic that i read there are really no limitations step 3 stop thinking and start doing put those life changing ideas you have on paper and get them going trust yourself and take that first step just a small tiny step you don't have to tell anyone if you don't want to if you're scared i understand i get it but take that first tiny step and the next one will show up change is always scary but it's the first step to evolution and evolution doesn't happen in circles it's like an ascending spiral you come back to a similar spot but now you're looking from above and this is not just a whole new viewpoint but also a really good reminder of how far you've come we retell ourselves the same stories but with a much cleaner clearer different lens and your emotions are magnetic everything you feel with all your heart and do with it will not just change you but will change the world we need to shift our thinking to a more process based outlook than a goal oriented outlook challenge yourself to make this idea better at every step create for the sake of creating now let's say we have a project two groups of people one are the left brain thinkers the analytical the critical 
the I need to do it right group and the second one, the right brain, the creative, the crazy group. So we give them a problem to solve. Thanks to all the training we've been given all our lives, we are pre-programmed to look for a rigid, analytical and a complete step-by-step solution to this problem. Now let's say we look at the second group and how we can think their way. It's more of a brainstorming sort of thinking. We don't focus on whether an idea has the right answer yet. But we're looking for possibilities. Now here's what we need. We need a mix of the thought process of group 1 and group 2. So we can come up with a completely new solution. We need to pick attributes from both sides and combine it. And now we have a completely new set of options that didn't originally exist. We learn to explore the grey and that we don't need to shut down any idea immediately. Nobody's grading us in real life. We don't have to keep answering these questions the fastest or be the one who comes up on the top. Creating something from nothing, this thing that we almost pull out of a magic hat, makes us so happy. And we begin to love what we can do with the unknown. Sometimes we can get too caught up in coming up with a workable solution. And we need to move away. We need to distance ourselves a little bit. You can't see the picture when you're in the frame, right? And maybe you incorporate something that you've worked on in the past. It's important to make space and revisit your work. When you create more mental space, it's only going to be filled with newer and more unexpected ideas. And this I'd like to call the prism experiment. You know how you put a white light through a prism and you have the spectrum. Except you are the prism. You have this one idea and now it goes through you and it has 7 billion possibilities. All you have to do is just keep discovering and exploring. Because good ideas can come from anywhere. When we talk about ambiguity in art, the most common thing that comes to mind is the Mona Lisa. Why is she smiling? What is the story behind it? Is there a story? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But it's the possibility that's exciting. Another amazing example is Banksy's. Banksy is an anonymous street artist from England. And he does these amazing graffiti works everywhere. One of his paintings which was called Girl with the Balloon, was at an auction. And it had just been auctioned for $1.4 million. Just when it had been auctioned, the painting starts shredding itself. The frame of the painting had an inbuilt shredder. And everybody's watching in disbelief as this painting is just shredding itself. And it stops midway. Half the painting is shredded. There, right then, in that instant, he just created a new piece of art. And now it's called Love is in the Bin. And it's worth a lot more because of its intangible value. There needs to be no end result of what you create. Evolution doesn't need to stop. You can create something from what you've already created. Let's say you're in a meeting and you suggest this idea only for someone to say, Oh, we tried that last year, it didn't work. We've become afraid to even ask questions or suggest ideas. And of course, there's this perpetual doubt that you keep thinking I'm not creative. In this book called Creativity is Forever by Gary Davis, He has this amazing chart of creative strength versus how it is negatively viewed. Let's say you come up with something original. People will say you're disobedient. You raise your hand and you have a curious inquiry. People will say you challenge authority and you're very interruptive. You have a sense of humor. But then you're looked at like you're immature and you're unprofessional. You are so energetic but you're looked at like you're fidgety and you have no self-control. You are an intense thinker But you're looked at as a daydreamer. And daydreaming amounts to nothing, right? You are open-minded. But you're looked at as indecisive. You always love a challenge. But you are complicated and you're a time waster. You have the need to be alone. 
but you're looked at as your antisocial and moody you are sensitive but now you're also needy and insecure you are inventive but to the world you're strange and non-conforming but these are the beliefs that we want to believe in that in our minds we've set in stone but the positive aspects we've written in sand how often do we update these beliefs everything is always constantly updating right whether it's our software the apps your phone sends you a notification saying a new update is available but this is me telling you a new update for your belief is available it's time that we reverse engineer all our beliefs and most of these beliefs actually mostly all of them these were just told to you when you were young and impressionable when you were an open vessel of emotion when you were vulnerable when you just believed it more than anything else and most of these beliefs that people tell you are their thoughts they might not be wrong that is how they've lived their life but this is your life maybe it's time to abandon all these beliefs and rewrite them for you so you're not strange you're inventive you're not needy and insecure you're sensitive you're not interruptive you're just curious another set of beliefs that we're mostly living with is oh it's been done before i'm not as good as them i'm not qualified i don't know this i don't know that i don't know how i'm going to come up with it i don't have time or the most important of all i'm just scared so be scared but do it anyway get out of your head and into your heart a little less thinking and a lot more feeling and most importantly be an amateur don't be an expert an expert has a very rigid way of doing things but to an amateur everything is new an expert knows exactly how it's done how it has been done and how it is going to be done even today and how it will be done even tomorrow but we're amateurs we're looking at the butterflies that are fluttering around we're looking at the constellations in the night sky waiting for a shooting star we're looking at the moon we just need to open our minds our hearts and our arms we need to look at the world like we were a child and maybe next time when you take a walk try and find 10 things that are purple see how your mind automatically just starts focusing on the color purple and we need to sometimes stand back and see what are we focusing on in our lives the possibilities or the limitations they are not set in stone they can be changed whenever however they work for us and let's promise ourselves and change the narrative too these were the chains that were holding me back from today they become the wings that make me fly let's do the smallest things with great 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 love and find meaning in everything elizabeth gilbert in her book big magic creative living beyond fear sums it up perfectly she says the universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can find them we are already making history so let's take off this pressure that we have to create something big to create something there is no end result and before we create anything big we have to take that tiny step and we have to start with something i would love to know from you what are your fears what do you think is stopping you and why do you think it's stopping you why has this fear shown up in your life has there been a time you thought you couldn't do anything but you did it anyway and it just made you feel so amazing i go through this every single day 
with everything i do even if i have made a garment a hundred times the next time when i go back to making it it scares me but i've learned to navigate that fear i've learned to shut it out and it's taken me a long time to get here you can find me on instagram and write to me at pariha.designstudio that's p a r i h a.designstudio i would love to hear from you anything that you want to tell me any crazy stories you have from your childhood about how people didn't let you do something and if it has impacted you chances are it's also impacted a lot of other people too this one is dedicated to us 90s kids because we grew up with such amazing tactile things and now everything's in a cloud the things that we had begun to lean on for support poof gone and we somehow got stuck in the middle and most of the things we loved are now obsolete i still try very hard to hold on to all the cassettes that i can i still have a tape recorder my neighbors were moving out of the country and i went to say bye and i saw their cassette player and nobody took it so i said can i keep this and he got so excited and he said yes you want it and i said yes can i keep it and he said of course i love postcards i love handwritten letters these are tiny things that i want to keep from my childhood 2020 is uncertainty at its best who could have ever known so can we please promise ourselves to take that leap of faith see things from a new lens make the world a better place and do more of the things we love and never go back to just existing find your inner peace it will only help you navigate all the outwardly chaos not just now but always and as ellen goodman perfectly says maybe this year we ought to walk through the rooms of our lives not looking for flaws but for potential thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this podcast let's promise to keep the magic in us alive and to find it and nurture it let's always always remember our story is our superpower until next time let's flip the script and bet on ourselves <laughs>